Hey, mates, it is getting close to our Perth live show Sunday, November 2nd at Rosie O'Grady's Pub. Carl, we're pretty pumped up, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to Northbridge where we've got uh, three special guests coming in. We're flying a bunch of them in. Um, we, it's a three, three and a half hour show. Um, we're pretty excited. It's And we've got really good tickets off so far, so we need... Every last one of you Perth listeners to come down and uh, make the most of us being in town. Uh, you've got 51 weeks of free podcast. Come down and make this one count. Yeah, we'll be hanging around for a little bit afterwards. Uh, you know, we'll have some stuff to sell and whatnot. So, yeah, come down. The Adelaide one was so much fun, uh, so we'd love to see you guys there. Also, we've just locked in. We're going to do a Sydney live episode Sunday, November the 30th. That is happening in your fine city. It's 730 PM and yeah, it's been well. Yeah, I mean, after the uh, after the greatness that was the Sydney live episode uh, at the comedy festival, come down and see if we have mics working and well, lights that's, going. That's the great thing about our live podcast is if you're the it guarantees that you actually hear the episode because people at home they're under no guarantee that they'll end up hearing any of these live episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll get to see all the visual treats that are going on. So, guys, uh, Sunday, November second in Perth. Sunday, November thirty in Sydney, and we're we're going to announce a Melbourne one uh, soon. But for now, tickets. So those two can be found at littledumdumclub.com. And we'll see you there, mates. Hey, mates. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo and sitting opposite me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Um... Oh, you got nothing over the top of me. All right. No, I just, I, just I, I sometimes I try and do that, and I just go, "How are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this, I just, I just got off the phone from my dad. He, I was like saying I was a bit busy and everything, and he, um, he always gets worried that I'm doing too much. Mm-hmm. So he goes, <laughs> "This is his piece of advice." It's a man who's not friends with you on Facebook, but yeah, okay. <laughs> this is his piece of advice for me today. He goes, "Just remember, Carl." He who goes slowest wins the race. (laughs) 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 He who goes slowest wins the race, which... Yeah, I'm not sure if that holds up, uh, but it does explain why he still lives in Maryborough, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see the illustration on that motivational poster that he's got stuck <laughs> up in his office. <laughs> um, well, I saw my mum the other night and they, my mum and dad had been at a, um, at a, a dinner party the night before and mum was telling me how much she'd enjoyed uh, the canapes that were on offer, yep. but she was pronouncing it canapes, yep. which... Kind of blew me away. Like, mum's 60-something yeah. and she's still carrying that around. There's been a lot of people through the last 60 years that think your mum is a dickhead at dinner parties. <laughs> <laughs> mum is running the slowest race of all time. Yeah. She cannot keep up with the rest of society. Uh, today on the program, two returning guests. First of all, you know him from the Junk Time podcast and as Captain Cole in the Coles ads. Please welcome back into Little Dum Dum Club, Adam Rosenbachs. Thank you, boys. Thank you. I have been murdered, so we can get into that if you like. Are you... Is it done? Yes. Oh, it's, wow. It's been cooked. Ooh. Captain Coles is dead. Right. Oh, so Clean up in aisle four. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's blood just pouring out. So have uh, Safeway and SSW been sniffing around? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be the new Tucker bag. Right. <laughs> and also joining us from the project and it's a date, please welcome back into Little Dum Dum Club, Peter Hellier. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Have Marvel been sniffing around? I mean, is it, is it deal next the level? There's a deal in the works, yeah. I, I turn rogue and I take on Batman. Is, is, <laughs> has it been that thing where they always I get put rogue? all the prices in Gotham up. <laughs> <laughs> is that thing where the superheroes always worry about their secret identity being out there because then their enemies can threaten their loved ones? So is yeah. that it? Have the, people, have the people behind high prices been threatening your mum and dad? Well, no, the new girl is in trouble. At Coles. Oh, right. Yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a long history. No, I think I did the last one in about March and then I was chasing them up to try and go, is it going around again, you know, because I, I, would, I would like to buy something shiny and new. Yeah, well, oh, no. man, it, it is some quality bunts that yeah. you're getting. You from... just want an excuse to wear the, the suit. But yeah. <laughs> well, I like it. I like uh, going out west in Melbourne and wearing that suit because uh, the people out there just love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the meth heads really enjoy it. But uh, I just was kept – and, and uh, the company that I was dealing with, they were like always – Instant replies on emails, phone calls, whatever I needed, and then after it took. Well, like, it was Captain Cole. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. They respected. They respected the cape. Um, <laughs> you threw the coal signal up into the air. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were yeah, there immediately. Right. Yeah. And after it drifted out to three weeks, four weeks, two months, I'm like, 
He's dead in the water. Yeah, <laughs> is he? He ain't he, coming back. Is he definitely dead, or has he been recast? Like, it, what would ha- what, yeah, what would yeah. what would happen if you're watching and you see like <laughs> Steel Saunders as Captain Carl? <laughs> 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 uh, I'd just like to see the fans on the forums debating that one. The first leaked image of Steel oh, yeah. in the Coles costume. <laughs> People pouring over it going, this I'd is just, bullshit. I'd just be down at the shoots going, he's doing it all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you give away an unreal deal. Well, that, when The Dark Knight was about to come out, before it came out in cinemas, there were no images out there of Two-Face. Like they deliberately, mm. they wanted that to be a big reveal. And there was some comic convention where they had the little Two-Face action figure on display and someone got a photo of it. And that was the only image of any kind of likeness of what Two-Face was going to look like in The Dark Knight. And I remember seeing a thing on the net where the fans were going crazy, going, this looks like shit. And then people were going, it's a one centimetre piece of plastic. (laughs) This is not representative of what he's actually going to look like in the film. So, yeah. So, when you were Captain Cole, Captain Cole... From Cole, just Cole. Oh, Cole, just Cole. I wasn't even. Everyone else gave it a captain or right. Captain Coles, but it was just Cole. Right. It's just the way that people took it into their own hearts. They, yeah, that's they, right. They, <laughs> they added to the, the legacy, yeah. to the history, yeah. uh, uh, the, people the tapestry of this character. Yeah. Actually, I think it was my fan fiction that started it off. Actually, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so you, because I remember when you first got that, and uh, and how did you get that? Yeah. <laughs> how did you not get that oh, now? Well. Um, <laughs> I think we should all go around and tell us. Say where we were when we first saw Cole because <laughs> oh. I remember yeah, my wife, do. my wife putting the newspaper in front of me. We're having breakfast and just, we just went, she went, "Oh my god!" And then she just put the newspaper in front of me. I'm like, "What tomatoes? That's re- <laughs> That's reasonably priced?" And I went, oh, "What is fucking Rosie?" <laughs> How much did you laugh? I I laughed. Uh, I laughed. I laughed a bit. Like. I laughed. And I think I was, there was a bit of a race on Twitter and Facebook to yeah. to screenshot and get it out to every other comic. Yeah. I, I think I I don't think I did. I think I avoided it because I thought you would be that would be happening. Yes, and I thought yeah. I've known Rosie for a long time. I, I can understand. I once uh, cross dressed to get into a women's gym, uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to be the first to throw stones. But um, <laughs> I, I understand. I, I understand the decision we made. How long did that contract go for? <laughs> that was that was one. That was one. And so it was uh, idols like you, you, you're a pioneer, Pete. I was, I was yeah, a pioneer. I, so, away. so yeah, I did, I did, I, I, I was in a series of ads for Fernwood Ladies Gyms, and uh, where I oh, this dressed is a real up as thing. I dressed up as a woman. Oh, this is a daily my, occurrence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not what I did. <laughs> I remember these, yeah, yeah, and uh, I would like, I was in like velour tracksuits and carrying like a chihuahua, like is a you know parrot, Paris Hilton at her height. And trying to get into these gyms, and you know, I'm, I'm told they were very, uh, they did very well for Fernwood. Uh, but then uh, I think somebody cracked the shits within the organisation, saying, "Well, you know, we need to have a woman doing this." <laughs> yeah. So Lisa Car- Carrie Kenny. Oh, really? Took over. <laughs> oh, right. But it's a, it's a strange one because you kind of there was a part of me that was relieved. Yeah, because of you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And there's also a part of you that goes, oh, but Jesus, that, that was good cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think too, and I've always tried to explain this. That first photo was so out of context as to what the character was. So it looked like I just hit rock bottom. And oh yeah, the context <laughs> totally changed that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because once you <laughs> once you get to uh, you know hear the character and see the character, but just to see oh, oh, once, once I saw the origin ads, uh, it, it yeah, made it all right. made sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But just to see me in a superhero outfit pointing at something and you just go, wow, he, he's needed some cash. That would, be, that would be awesome to actually film. That would be actually a good sketch for you to turn up at those Comic-Con conventions and you in your full uniform just trying to get on. Yeah. <laughs> Setting well, up your own booth. Why is that funny? Because <laughs> we were working on uh, This Week Live at the time, I think. And, I, well, because, I think it was, because I think it was, in, it was an insert in... The it was like in a in a brochure that was no it was an ad in the paper in that the day Sun, yeah. and about six different people bought it into the office thinking I'm going to be the one that's delivering this news but like everyone's bought it in so there was just like <laughs> yeah. dozens of them stuck all over the office walls for a day and you know when you've got a big gig like that when you've got something like that going on it's sort of sometimes hard to like not tell everyone about it and go oh how good's this but you managed it pretty well. <laughs> 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 yeah, the only people I told were uh, Carl Chandler and another uh, writer that we were working with at the time, Marco Tool. Did you did you even tell us, or, or did it just come out? No, because remember they sent me some um, uh, rushes of the of the of the commercials. Oh, that's right. And we were up in Sydney, and I showed. So Marco Tool, to put into context, is possibly the most cynical man that you've ever met in yep. your life. So. Yep. 
And I showed the ads to you two. They'd just been sent up from Melbourne. Uh, we were in Sydney. And, um, and you two laughed. Yeah. You, at, you laughed at a point that I wasn't expecting there to be like a, a bit of a joke. And that kind of reassured me for half a second until the ad came out. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> mock merciless. I think this is a good insight into uh, Carl Chandler as a friend that you can show him something to get his feedback, to get his advice. To, uh, at your most vulnerable. Yeah. He has no fucking remember, you know, memory yeah. of that <laughs> happening at all. He's like, no, you didn't tell us. I'd, you don't remember your mate showing you an ad of him in a fucking latex outfit walking around a supermarket. <laughs> even <laughs> now. Even, even now about. there's a part of him that's like, was Rosie in an ad? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of mates that show me stuff like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, have you, you, you've gotten the official call from them that it's, that it's done? They've or are they just. On. No, they've moved on. They've, they've moved, moved on, on to some other campaign. Because they did, for a while there, they had about three different campaigns yeah, going at once. More. There was yourself, there was Status Quo. Yeah. And then there was yeah. like some other the one. The girl, the girl from the, the deli. Girl, yeah. The, yeah. And yeah. then all the, guy, the singing guys, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the four yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. The the, the acapella. Yeah. No, they came after me. You, right, you've okay. overlapped your, your Coles character. But this was still a, that's still a lot to have in a pretty. They were building a Marvel universe. They, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it was yeah. going to be a Coles, Coles Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> 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 yeah. Stan Lee pops up on the next day. <laughs> just, just brings some mushrooms in a brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be oh man, that's incredible. That's so yeah. good. So yeah, no, I'm done. You're done. It's all over. So it's you're a free a, you're a free agent now. Free agent, yeah. I'm yep. happy to although I think they said I think part of the contract was I can't do a similar character for another supermarket within a year. <laughs> And I wanted to fight it, but I just thought, ah, oh, just let it go. The <laughs> idea that if that wasn't in your contract, that yeah. that would happen. <laughs> yeah, Like, what brand would want and go, let's get that guy that people remember from this brand already for a year and just stick him in our thing. And hey, then hey, I was people... pretty popular, mate. That would, yeah. But that would be an awesome ad if you had... Remember when, like, John Laws switched Aeroguard or whatever? Like, he switched fly spray. And he was sort of like, because <laughs> yeah, it used to be like, oh, when you find a good thing, stick to it. And then he did another ad going, when you find a better thing, change to it. So oh. it's sort of like burning bu- uh, well, air or So if he starts an ad, if I was for, in Woolworths, Safeway, how much better is Woolworths? And people would be like, wow, he's made the switch. Yeah. yeah. If he starts the ad by burning the old uniform and going, what was that shit? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, or setting yeah. fire to a Coles and yeah. like murdering. 300 people are in there. <laughs> yeah. Like really yeah, turn evil. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of, um, you know, it's like I like when marketing gets really aggressive, like at the moment they've got in uh, Hungry Jack's because McDonald's have their Monopoly thing going on where you can win free food. Mm-hmm. And Hungry Jack's have a thing, if you win a free Macca's burger and you take the coupon into Hungry Jack's, they'll give you a Hungry Jack's burger. That is just incredible. So if McDonald's have Monopoly, yeah, Hungry Jack's being the low rent version of McDonald's, what should they have? Squatter. Squatter. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love I love that's that's so that's like warfare. That's so cool. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, they I should have, see that. They should have their own Cluedo. It's like uh, you know, with the whopper in the cup. <laughs> Accidentally <laughs> shat his pants. <laughs> 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 so, so who shut their pants? <laughs> the guy who ate the whopper. Yeah. Ate the whopper. Yeah, what's what? So how does this relate to you having the food in the store? Like what 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 are you winning? Oh, look, look, I have a, I, I what's your prize for <laughs> shitting your pants in this game but in the also, car park? Also, everyone's dying in this game <laughs> in Hungry Jacks. It's like that's, yeah. is that a good? All right, well, you got, someone's got diabetes. I'm just thinking it through here. <laughs> just brainstorming, guys. Well, now that you're a free agent, um, yep. um, speaking of uh, uh, you doing other roles and whatever, you are. I've heard you've got a great cameo on on Peter Halley's new season two of It's a Date. So yes, I'm a security guard and I uh, a creepy security guard, mm. and I really didn't have to um, didn't have to go too far to nail the role. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice one. So that's. Um, it's starting, uh, in case you're listening to it later or whatever, what is the date that it's the date? Uh, October 16, on? it starts, so it'll be a Thursday night at 9 o'clock following Upper Middle Bogan, so yeah, it's yeah. Bogan date night um, on the ABC one. And, uh, and, and the great thing is with, with uh, both seasons of It's a Date is that you have almost gone out of your way to mm. give gigs to comics, to mm. Melbourne comics, mm, and Australian yes. comics and whatever, which is awesome because, yeah. you know, it's hard for a lot of people to get work. Uh, uh, well, an exciting news for listeners of this podcast <laughs> yes. is that I filmed a role Great. in an episode Mate, of Season oh, 2. Once you're filmed, you're guaranteed to get in it. Yes, that's that's Great. what yeah. it said. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in, it's in my contract that I'm not allowed to do well, any roles within a year on competing <laughs> comedy dating shows. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you're going to be the next bachelor as well. Yeah, so exactly. it, really, it really screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, actually, quite apt with recent events in my life. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, I'm, oh. anyway, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm look. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> to the contrary, so look out for that episode, Matt O'Kine and uh, Celia Pacola in that one. And that's, that's episode um, one. Yeah. Oh, um, is it episode. the first episode? It's so the first episode. October okay. 16, people can tune so in. we'll be able to hurry up and get over our um, watching Tommy Daslow straight away after our first episode. So. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing oh, hang Tommy? On. Wait, yeah, I'm just... The only thing you might... I, I did have a conversation with you recently, <laughs> yes. Tommy. Oh, that's... Actually, that's <laughs> what right. What was just the... Uh, you called me. Yeah, actually, hang on. I was hosting a gig that you were headlining. Yes, and I called you and before. I was 20 minutes before walking on stage to do this gig. 20 key. minutes I called you. I thought this would be a good time because I called you. What And what was the core of that conversation? What you, was the... Uh, you were asking what time the gig started. That's right. That was amazing. And then that I think there was this other <laughs> afterthought. There was an afterthought to that question. I got the time. No, uh, that is, what time does the gig start? What time do you reckon I have to get there? Yeah. <laughs> and... And I mean, it was such a great gig that I kind of having a hard time remembering. That's right. You, we cut you from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to Captain Cole. Um, <laughs> well, I am in. I yeah. Look, so that's what's happened. You said the uh, because my role was just a, I had uh, one line. I had a little, a little cami, like a tiny, a, was, a little throwaway joke. We st- we st- we start with uh, at Thunder FM with uh, the pig and Totsy and the pig, uh, Lawrence Mooney and. Um, and Tommy Which Little's one of there. those two is he? he could he's really the big, be he's the big Twatsy. <laughs> Twatsy is the girl. <laughs> Rebecca Jo Hanbury, who uh, embraces the role. And um, yes, uh, they, they're running a competition uh, which uh, called Go Spaz for Jason Mraz, which um, <laughs> gets cancelled uh, because Jason Mraz uh, doesn't show up. So uh, they decide to set Celia's character up on a, on a date for the you know, first five guys who can get into the studio. And uh, you, you, you <laughs> Tesla's character rocks up, uh, still wanting to go to space with Jason Mraz. <laughs> so he's there with Mraz written on his. See, it's ear. killing. Why did you cut it out? <laughs> no, ser- in all seriousness, it was hilarious. <laughs> and and the the w- so when you when you 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 film a, a, an episode, you have basically what they call the assemble, and that's basically all the scenes laid out, not edited yet. So this is all the, all the lines that are in the script. In, and it ran for 43 minutes. So we had to get, we got to get it back to down to 27 minutes and a half. So there was a lot that came out of that episode. And unfortunately... Um, did, it, um, did it have anything to do with the fact w- that Go Spaz with Jason Mraz was going to be during Mental Health Week? Was there <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a little bit. I must say, there was a little bit of... Well, it's you know, like it's in the first two minutes of the series. Yeah. You know, So we did kind of go, well, maybe... And it was, it, to be honest... Apart from you know like nothing to do with Tommy, but it was an easy. It didn't affect anything else. Yeah, so it you was could a actually, throwaway. You, you, you could take it out, and the story doesn't get affected. So when you're trying to save time, you are looking for things that uh, that will not affect the storyline. Yeah, and how to be ha- honest, when sorry. I was going to say, how hard for you is that to do, knowing that you're going to have to cut a mate out of it? Because you did that to me in series so, season listen, one. It, 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 the irony is that Adam's uh, doing this podcast, and I and I said the same thing to uh, Tommy when we cut Adam. And Adam, it was, a, it was a much smaller role. He was basically playing yourself uh, on stage yeah, Steve uh, Curry before and, um, Steve Curry's character Wheels McGee came out on, yeah. on stage. Right. Um, <laughs> so I just did a stand-up line. So he, he did one line and then Lemo came out and introduced Steve's character. So in the end, we basically saved time. We just started with Lemo's character introducing um, Wheels McGee. And uh, so I had to ring Rosie and say, listen, mate. Um, what time's the gig? Uh, what time's the gig? <laughs> <laughs> you know what are you talking how, about? Got a how, how long before you go on? Uh, <laughs> you guys, I'm still two hours away. Can you give me a call back in an hour and a half? Well, you did. When you called to tell me, you did then say, and, and look, you know, I just want to say, you know, I'm sorry about this. And look, next time I come on the podcast, you know, we, we can talk about it. That's fine with me, which very big of you. And I do appreciate <laughs> I do appreciate you. No, I said we can chat about or not chat about. I cannot tell anyone or we can chat about it. And I did say, we'll get you, you know, if you do another series, there'll be a better role for you. And I did say that to Adam, yeah. and it's a much better role, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally, absolutely. Well, like this one, fine. And yeah. it's one of those things where even I knew that for time, it was just it was not um, anything to do with the storyline, yeah. and it could easily slot out, and the show would work. So it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, oh, I just really wanted to be a part of it, but it's worked out heaps better. So and we had th- 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 there's been some quite I've got to say one or two seasoned actors who have had to kind of take out. 
Oh, oh McCune. Of, of the, Sorry, Lisa McCune. McCune. Sorry, McCune. Yeah. <laughs> nah, what time's this gig start, Lisa? <laughs> 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 what time are you getting to the Logies? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. um, and that's, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's a little bit, in a way, easier with friends, you know, because, you know, you hope they understand and, and with people you don't really know that well and who have done, you know, like almost done you a favour by coming on and doing something and then say, do they, Sorry, do they get told or did you just leave them no, until... No, we try to tell people before. Right, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's that thing because... We are still in the process of doing that. Oh! oh. Really? Mm, yeah. Well, you just <laughs> got to book more... Gi- it's clearly just got to have gigs with the people who... Well, you know, the, eventually, you eventually, series three will be made up of everyone who got cut from series two. <laughs> do you call them personally, or do you have? Is oh, we make contact first, and I, we offer that if they, you know, if you know, we pass on my details and say, you know, give yeah, me cool. A, you know, they're people who I don't know particularly well. Like, yes. like I said, I, I rang you and I rang Tommy and yeah. and, and and all that. So, um, uh, but uh, yeah, and I did. I must say, I rang. I did ring Chandler to see if he wanted to be involved in series you, well, two. You've rang me for both series, for both, and yeah. I've been away for both. So, there we of go. Them. No, you're too good for it, mate. Well, yeah, uh, yeah I was in. Some goes on holidays a lot. I mean, I know. <laughs> I know. He's doing okay. I know. And they look like, at when Chandler's away and then do the shooting <laughs> yeah, schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Flight Center. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to shoot a series. I definitely want to make sure one guy's away. <laughs> well, this, this is the thing. I like. I so yeah. I spent a day, and to be honest, like I, I had a feeling like because yeah, the the bit the the, the role was you know a, a very joke that wasn't. You no, know, super connected. So, yeah. like, I, you, you know, you know a little bit. It's like you if know, this runs long, this is going to be yeah. the first thing to go. This will be a real uh, line call here. Um, but the day, so when I went in and did it, so yeah, I'm meant to be playing this guy who's just like this obsessed with Jason Mraz and you know what, it, you know whatever that implies. So uh, as will quite often happen with those things, I got a call from uh, the costume lady uh, like the day or two before because they just want to see. You know, it's like here's what we're thinking. Here's what you'll be wearing, and just to see, do you have these things? Yep. Like, do you yeah, have yeah, anything yeah. like this? And um, so she goes through these items like one by one. It's like, do you have a pair of pants like this? And I go, yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got something like that. And do you have shoes like this? I'm like, yeah, I've got them. And and just gradually going through. And I had like, you know, everything. <laughs> and I go. And she goes, oh, that's great. Well, just, yeah, if you can bring all that stuff, because, yeah, this would be perfect, because we just want the characters just meant to look just really tragic and just like a real loser, <laughs> just a real absolute sad sack. So, so yeah, if you can just bring in all of your clothes for this TV role that will definitely be on air and that people will be able to watch and you can put on a show reel, uh, that'll be really great. And I, I did actually, uh, I had the pleasure of writing Mraz. I think in lipstick uh, on your on your forehead. Which yeah, was, that was oh, a weird thing. It was like I'm wearing these clothes, and it was like he doesn't. Does he? Does he look? The thing that I found weird about it was, does he? It was like there was a debate. It was like, does he look enough? Like he's a big fan of Mraz. How can we make him look obviously yeah. like he's more of a big fan of Jason Mraz? Yeah. So the answer was just writing the word Mraz on my forehead with like but black text, which is like, would anyone do that? Do that? My thinking is, I'll take you through my thinking, that because it, it's a radio contest, they've just gone, okay, uh, let's go to Jason Mraz, you know, and you know, so you've just decided. In my head, you probably weren't even the biggest Jason Mraz fan around. You <laughs> yeah. just you were just near the radio station when the call went out. <laughs> yeah. so just a real prize yeah, pick. Okay, yeah. I'll go, I'll yeah. that. Free tickets. Yeah, I'll go special Jason Mraz. So because you didn't have a Jason Mraz t-shirt, you just went. Uh, if I write it on my forehead, but I, I like I like enough. that shows where. Tommy Daslow's career is that he's genuinely pissed off. He's been complaining for half an hour that he's not going to be on TV with Mraz written on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he well, needed this. Yeah. <laughs> he needed this. Yeah, I've kind of, I've kind of dodged a bullet. But it's like is, every, but it, like everything. Is there, is there a contract that you, you know, you can't now appear on other TV shows with other <laughs> with Jay Z yeah. written no, on your head it's or anything just like that? Jason Mraz. Oh, it's just I'm Jason not allowed Mraz. to, to yeah. Party Tricks wanted me to do a role as a Jason Mraz fan. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame. That's a shame that I can't do that. But that, like every nearly like. Nearly everything I've done in television has had some kind of backhanded thing attached to it. Like I've never – I don't think I've ever said this on the show. Uh, when I did Dirty Laundry about a year ago, uh, I was sitting there next to Brooke and they were just about to start and it's like they're counting down until – because it's live and one of the producers has gone – Oh, hang on. Tommy looks a little bit short next to Brooke. Can we just can we can we pump his chair up a little bit? So like a floor manager or whatever sort of runs runs over and starts kind of 
pumping the handle on the seat and going, it's up as high as it'll go. <laughs> and, then the, and then someone's going, well, fuck, can we get him a cushion to sit on? Because he just looks like a yeah. dwarf next to her. And then it's like you can hear someone off the side going, four, three, two. It's like, there's no time. Quick, scrub Mraz off his forehead. <laughs> this is exactly how relaxed I wanted to be before a TV club TV appearance. Yeah. So the whole time I'm on air, I'm just going... Hang on, my phone's buzzing in my pocket. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, hang on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry, Pete. I don't think you've got the power to get me off dirty laundry. Yeah, no, but it's just it's it's just now it's like numb. It's like anytime Peter's name comes up on my phone in any context, even just on Twitter, I'm like, oh Those no, marks. it's happening again. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, no, thank you. That still, thank you for having me on. And, oh, no, uh, and, and you, know. you know, I do appreciate the call. I think that's. That's a good thing to do because, yeah, episode one, I would have been, yeah. I would have been on this episode right now, going, "Here we go, folks, tune in." <laughs> and Pete would have been going, "Tune in, everybody. There won't be any glitches." <laughs> I could have said, "Listen, I haven't seen the final edit." Um, Mate, it's out of my hands. It's out of my hands. Uh, I did direct that episode, yeah. so it's a little bit tricky for me to say that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but Geraldine Hickey's also in that episode. She's uh, she's great. What's what I mean? You know, you genuinely are putting so many comics on. It's awesome. It's awesome to see. Um, um, so many people getting work. There are a lot of roles we have to fill. I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it is great to see uh, you know comics who haven't. I, I, for some reason, I think the TV and film industry in this country do not look at the comedy industry enough and see and and, and use it. I mean, these are we're all people who perform weekly, yeah. and also people who. People will buy tickets. The punters will buy tickets. Spend forty bucks on coming to see some shows. You know. You know, sort of like Husey will sell shitloads of tickets, and then you, you get everybody gets wrapped up with certain actors who we think have got massive currency, you know, uh, household names. But fuck all people go see their movies. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's like, why would you, you know, people are actually getting out of their house, going to see the, you know, comics regularly. Why wouldn't you maybe put one or two of them in your movie? Yeah, well, it's nice. This is one of the first shows I can think of in quite a while that's that is for the if you've if you're a big fan of Australian comedy, it's a really good one for the train spotters. Yeah, like that's what I've always loved about like American shows where they just they, there's a constant pool of stand-ups and whatever like if you know like if you know your people it's like a real kick to watch a show and go oh great there's you know there's this person and there's this person well the thing with the american tv shows like uh particularly the office and um parks and rec is you don't even know they're comics yeah they're that good a performer and then you'll find out you're like oh right they're a stand-up i didn't even realize that because i hadn't seen them that's just those guys getting the opportunities i mean yeah we have not been let down by a single a single comic who you know they've always been been, come on he got cut. He's coming. Um, <laughs> we spent ten minutes talking about it. Um, no, no, not, no, not at all. Like, and, and like, I feel let down if it's any. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sincerely not. And like, it's it's yeah. You know, we've taken a few punts on people who, like Ronnie Chang, we did not. And this is before he's even done. You know. So all the other, and Luke, I mean, Luke's probably the, Luke was in the pilot. You know, Luke was that was the pilot script that we got Luke in for. Yeah, um, McGregor. Um, and then there's like Ballard, and 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 you know, absolutely kills it. He's like he's phenomenally good in his. You know, and there's uh, Stuart Dormier, Stuart. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, Fancy boy. Yeah, he's 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 amazing. And I hadn't, I, I missed Fancy boy. I didn't I didn't get out of the festival much this year, so I, I missed right. the whole thing. And he just auditioned, and I said he's great. Uh, give him the role. Yeah. And and then Gatesy co-wrote that episode, and he said, "Oh, he's playing um, Jacob. The best. He's the best man. It's a wedding, and he's the best man." And um, I said, "Oh, I said this guy I haven't seen him before, but he's really funny. His name's uh, Stuart Dorman." And he just Gatesy just looked at me, and he went, "Get fucked." Yeah, Gatesy. Gatesy <laughs> loves obsessed. Boy. Yeah, he's a little bit obsessed with him, and he's like, "Well, yeah," and he's 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 phenomenal. Yeah, great. What I want to do is I want to try and get the the edit the unedited footage of my bit from Princess Pictures, and then. Make a supercut where Mraz fan is he's just rocking up in every episode. You know, he's just he's just in people's kitchens, just oh, I wanna go spaz for Jay. Every episode runs for an extra fifteen minutes with just me rocking up in every conceivable scenario. Well, it's like we're we're kind of, we're kind of focusing on the launch at the moment, but I imagine there's I know there's we've we've got bits and pieces for the D V D and stuff like that, but I haven't seen a deleted scenes yet, but Ooh. hopefully. Oh, that's wow. that's Hopefully. almost that's almost more of a dream than actually being on the show. Oh, I'm glad being you think a, that. 
I'm glad you think that. Yeah. <laughs> does, that mean, does that mean I don't have to write you in a series three? I take it all back. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, uh, there's going to be a, uh, a bunch of deleted stuff. Like, we shot more stuff this year, and, you know, it's. Uh, Can I come in and film the thing I was going to do? And we <laughs> chuck that in the deleted scenes as well? I forget. Yours was. Um, oh, you, oh, bit, the story behind your bit is so funny because you couldn't do it, and the person who ended up doing. Your bit is just like the pro- one of the producers yeah. of the production company. <laughs> oh, oh, it's really? not even like let's go try and find some, like it's a catering that guy. bit made it in. Give that bit to fucking me <laughs> <laughs> with Mariah's written on your foot. You could have you could have still been the same character. <laughs> yeah, that that was. Uh, I had an idea for somebody else, and then when some one of the characters to do that, and then I thought, oh, it probably needs to be someone we haven't seen before. So. Yeah, we got there's a, one of our producers, Paul Walton, uh, was a child star in England, and um, and now he produces. He's a great producer, and he uh, tries to get his head on the show a lot. So that was <laughs> that was in series one. He's in. I think he's technically in every episode at some point. Oh, um, he's Hitchcocked it. He's, 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 <laughs> without me knowing for the first three or four, and then this series, I said, mate, you got to fucking cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's 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 great, but uh, yeah, he, he's he's the clicking. He basically clicks, gets a sound check on the uh, microphones at some point. Watch out for that. Right. <laughs> great. And just know, could have been Chandler. Yeah, I um just getting off that for a little second. I went to the Melbourne show last week. Oh, well oh. yeah, mate, you was coming to some cash, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it means I wasn't working during the day. <laughs> the opposite of that, yeah. And who with? Uh, I just went with a friend, just a and, uh, another older friend, like same age as you. Kind yes, of thing? yeah, yeah. No children. No, in tow, no, right? Okay, no, so just no. two weird. Ma- another man? No, uh, a lady. A lady. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, just okay. softens it a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, only a bit. When <laughs> <laughs> was the last time you went to the show? I don't think I've been. I probably went adult. in year nine, maybe. So I was fifteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I thoroughly Adam, Adam Carter just walking around the show by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I went to my godson. I, I was um, – my godson, his mum was like uh, – he was just um, graduating kinder, I think. And she was like, oh, he's in a play. Graduating kinder? Yeah, they, they make a big can... deal of it now, don't they? Oh, wow. They're like – you know, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, he's in a play. He would love you to come. I'm like, no, he wouldn't, but I'll come anyway. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I get to this uh, childcare or kinder or whatever the fuck it is, and I I beat them I beat them there. You're not a parent, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so I beat them there, and I'm just wandering around this childcare looking at all these kids going, do I recognise anyone? And it was just like the weirdest, creepiest guy. Like everyone's looking at me going, we don't know who that is. Yeah. So I'm just like an accidental pedophile. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean it. Yeah. <laughs> but it happened. Yeah. So um, seventh heaven. I went to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that you didn't get that. Like now, that is where Captain Cole should have done yeah. an appearance at the pre. show. Pre. Oh, oh no, no, but I mean, I'm surprised I didn't ask you yep. to to do. Oh man, I should Cole's be doing show live, bag. live appearance. I don't have the uniform. That's the thing because they they kept it for the potentially the next shoot. And the next shoot never come. You should do like yeah, like shopping center appearances, like those old. Like those full-on Ninja Turtles shows. That I, wonder, they used to I wonder where the costume goes. Yeah. Does it go to that like museum down in the peninsula oh. next to the robot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you? Yeah, where is? Do you? you well, I'm assuming you? the wardrobe woman still has it. Marion well. just she uh, possibly cleaned it last. Well, I think uh, you should get your hands on that. Yeah, yeah. I should. Shouldn't I? Speak. Actually, just I love to go down the shelf. <laughs> that would be funny. Well, Captain Coles is you know hit hard times. He's doing over. 7-Elevens and stuff. So she she <laughs> just brings it home for the husband and goes, why don't you show me where my red spot special is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just speaking of like old TV uh, mascots and stuff, there was a thing on A Current Affair last night that they were sizzling up during the day that was they had an exclusive interview with a Logie-winning uh, television and radio star who's been – who's been stalked and received death threats. And it was like, who could it be? You'll definitely know who it is. And then they get to the show and the reveal was, it's the bloke who does aggro. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie. Jamie Dunn. Dunn, It was like 15 minutes of him talking about how this woman is like, Sending him bomb threats and stuff. And it's like, but the way it was hyped up was like a beloved Australian television. You will definitely know who it is. <laughs> and then and then they're trying to be funny in the middle of the interview and they're like, and and the, the interviewer goes did, did he do it as aggro? I was gonna say, <laughs> how did aggro feel about it? Aggro shit himself. <laughs> no, but there's the thing in the middle of the interview, the woman the, the woman interviewing goes, I mean, it's just so hard to believe that anyone could could want to send a death threat. To aggro. And he goes, yeah, oh, man, I mean, 
geez, you wonder what Agro would have to say about it, wouldn't you? It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if anyone would know, it's probably you. Like. <laughs> I, I heard he was being stalked by the woman who played Winky Dink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he got a uh, suspicious package at the uh, Cartoon Connection studio and Crikey the Clown had to inspect it for <laughs> traces of powder and stuff like that. Marty yeah. Monster would jump on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so, sorry, back to the so show. You went to the show. I went to the show. show. So going to the Mel show as an adult is sort of a little bit... Weird, because yeah. it sort of looks like. Because I'm with a girl, and it looks like constantly the, uh, our our children have run away or whatever. Yep. But the first thing and that you're not worried about them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although if you're real parents, you'd be happy for the first what half an hour, and then you yeah. go, all right, we'll go looking for it. Yeah. How long has it been since you'd been? Not that long. Right. Uh, I actually, I reckon I've gone three times in the last five years or something. Right. I went I like two years ago and I went, that'll do me for maybe a decade. Yeah, right. I've been there a lot. When you have kids, uh, I have three, and you, it's like with Christmas, you, you, you know, you get, you enjoy Christmas again. Yeah. You know, you get your kind of yeah. batteries recharged and you're like, oh, how good's Christmas? Are the yeah. kids aware of it? Do they uh, go, we want to go to the show, or do you say, let's go to the show? Oh, no, they, they want to go to the show. They're aware? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we didn't go this year, and it was low, they were a little bit devastated. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, but we went last year. They're so massive you, you'd... showbag fans. Yeah, of course they are. Because yeah, that's the thing, oh, like, that, that thing where you step back <laughs> where... Look, my kids is going, no <laughs> showbags. I just want to pat the cows. <laughs> so you, you told your kids that they couldn't go to the show? Yes, no, yes. Me and your kids should hang out. We've well, we went, we went, we went up. <laughs> We've been <laughs> devastated by news that you've told us. <laughs> are, you, are you doing a gig anytime soon, son? Kids? Yeah, we have a nativity play. It's yeah. early for that, yeah. but anyway. Um, yeah, kid, this, kid, the school holidays are running 43 minutes over time and we just, we've got to make some cuts to the activities. It's too much. No, we went, we went, we went uh, to Buller, Mount Buller oh, okay. instead. So, you know, they okay. do okay. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're listening that you guys do okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, showbags Like uh, that thing where I feel like explaining to our international listeners Because you grow up as a kid and you go Oh, showbags are like one of the top five things in the world yeah. Oh, the best day that things. the guide came out in the newspaper Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the best But it's, it's, it. it's not a thing that's anywhere around the world, is it? Showbags no, I think we're no. the only ones yeah, to probably. have showbags did you, did you have a list of it's things koalas, that you had to koalas, kangaroos and showbags I think that's what we've got Did you have a list of things that you have showbags you had to buy for other people? No, I didn't. Okay. No. I, I genuinely thought, oh, I should buy some. Because I, I forgot in my head, I'm thinking, show bags are actually quite good value. Because you mm. know when they say, oh, it's actually $72 worth of value in, yeah. and, it, and it costs $10. Yeah, dollar, yeah. And then you go there and see the Cadbury show bag and it's got uh, five fun-sized uh, picnics for 10 bucks. And you go, hang on a minute, <laughs> this is... But the bag's expensive. You can yeah. reuse the bag. Or, yeah. or the ones that have toys in it and it's like... You know, a pair of plastic handcuffs, and they're adding that up. It's like, well, the retail value of that is like five bucks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. is it for a pair of shit plastic handcuffs? Yeah, like, yeah. what's what market? What market yeah. value have you pulled this from? Yeah, where are you selling those plastic handcuffs? Yeah. Um, and those bowling vouchers aren't worth that much. You know, these, the are, these are bowling vouchers. When oh yeah, going yeah, yeah, right. like, oh, Shitty vouchers that you wouldn't even fucking use. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, the magazines, they, they the magazines that have a show bag, and it's like sixty bucks, and it's just. It's just eight issues of the magazine yeah. and a stubby holder. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they go, you, but that's the thing, you know, the most famous show bag of them all, the Birdie Beetle. Birdie show Beetle bag. Yeah. They go, oh, Birdie Beetle, still only two bucks. How amazing is that? Not that amazing. It's got three Birdie Beetles in it. <laughs> no, that's the show bag. No, I, I got I, there was a, there was a mega Birdie Beetle bag, and oh, yeah. it may oh. have it may have been like four bucks or five bucks, and there were genuinely, I think, I think there were fifty Birdie Beetles in oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I got that one. And genuinely, I, this one has three. I, I had Birdie finished Beetles them by the time I got home. <laughs> <laughs> the Birdie Beetle, a great chocolate bar, I will say. Worth the two bucks. I think are they, on the, are they in the world of Morrow bars? Is is that the only place you can buy them? I you think can't so, buy them yeah. by themselves anymore. Here's another I think occasionally you can walk if you walk into a milk bar, you know when you walk into a milk bar every now and then and you can get tab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like that. An old school one. We yeah, are into school. some serious Peter Hellier territory right now. Yeah. Old things from milk bars. <laughs> <laughs> this welcome, is to, it. welcome to Peter Hellier's wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, in, in, in this in this series of today, I had to I had to fight for a Bubble O Bill reference and uh, like, with the ABC. Who's fighting against you? Oh, yeah. it's a... No, it, it wasn't even about the kind of uh, You name yeah. one, you've got to name all the chocolate bars that yeah, have yeah. bubblegum noses. I, yeah. I just had I just you've had got to go name down. the Monaco bar, you've got to go <laughs> I had to find that I thought Bubble Bill was the funniest ice cream for this situation. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. What was the fight over? Was it Victorian only? Did they think, or just no? It's just uh, somebody didn't find Kids Bubble O's Bill particularly funny. I was like, hang on, Kids might It's watch called it. a Bubble O Bill for a start. <laughs> it's got a bubble gum 
for its nose, it's shaped like, you know, it's a cowboy. It's Bubble Bill. The name's funny. Yeah. I like it that, is funny. I like that, sorry. I like that That's in right. the actual ice cream that he's actually got a hole in his hat. Like, what a pain yeah. in the ass that must be when they're, like, that must be pretty impractical when you're making the ice yeah. cream. Yeah. There's this little hole mate. in the middle of it. That's why people kept going back to him. Yeah. Who's, <laughs> and who are these people that are just, why is Bubble O' Bill constantly under fire? Like, why has he got <laughs> a bullet hole through his head? he's got a bubble gum on his nose. <laughs> so people thinking, I'm going to kill this asshole and eat his yes. nose. If you grew up, if you went to primary school with a kid that had bubble gum for a nose, would you give him a lot of shit? I reckon yes. yes. I'd give him a shit lot of shit. I wouldn't bring a gun to school and try and shoot him in the head. <laughs> but if it was in the 1800s, you would have. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah back when bubblegum was more it's of a actually, scarce commodity. <laughs> yeah. It's actually quite an historically accurate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your argument with the ABC. <laughs> it's funny. ABC and yeah. it's educational. Yeah, yeah. If one kid goes and yeah. looks up the history of Bubble yeah. Bill, then we've yeah. done our if, job. If we can get Bubble Bill in this show, we can officially play this on ABC3. It's <laughs> educational for the kids. And so who's the comedian that delivered the line, I'm a dill for a Bubble Bill, and then ended up getting cut out? <laughs> no, no, it's all in there. It's all in there. It's one of the later episodes, Aaron Patterson. And uh, Roz Hammond uh, talk about that. I am um, so I, I love the food at the Melbourne show. So I tag with dogs. Uh, no, but the oh. very first thing I went to in the whole Melbourne show was uh, I walked straight for the the cheese on toast exhibit. I'd like to say it's not an exhibit. It's a whatever it is stand stand cheese on toast cheese stand. on toast. Yes. Why? I love cheese on toast. Yeah, so not a cheese sandwich, just cheese on no, toast. No, well, this is the thing. They've changed Ooh. it this whoa, year whoa, to cheese sandwich. It. I rocked up yeah. and it's still $2, but it's, it's cheese sandwich. And it's literally the first thing I go to. It is cheap. And I feel, a bit, I feel a bit stupid, but I also enjoy it so much that I don't feel too bad about doing yeah. it. So I go straight there. And there's no way of doing it yourself at home. So no, you no. Yeah, you exactly. go <laughs> there's only yeah. Flemington, yeah. that's it. So <laughs> And yet you're at the show as an adult <laughs> without any kids, so just go for it, mate. Well, here's the thing. But you sort of think, oh, well, yeah, I'm, uh, who's watching? I rock up. I buy my toasted cheese sandwich. There's a guy staring at me next to me and he goes, you really do like eating all that shit, don't you? I'm like, who are you? He's like, oh, I listen to Dumb Dumb Club. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> we should next year, we should sneak in and set up our own bootleg stand and have a Dumb Dumb Club show bag. Yeah. That would be, we should, be in it. Uh, I don't know. Just absolute my, shit. The page of my script from uh, yeah, It's a yeah, Date Season yeah. 2. Cheese she, <laughs> um, on toast. Chocolate on toast. Yep, Chandler's, uh, Chandler's uh, boarding pass to Thailand. Oh, yeah, Every there you go. Yeah, one of the many, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could, do up, we could do up like 200 show bags and still each one <laughs> yeah. gets a unique individual yeah. <laughs> boarding pass. So uh, and have you ever bothered to do the – you know how there's like a big oval and they'll have like a stunt show. They'll have the, the – Are they uh, still doing that? They still do that. Yeah. Okay. So at lunchtime you can go and grab your food. Like I literally grabbed my toasted cheese sandwich. Yep. Went out and sat in front of the, the rodeo sort of thing And they've got like their comical rodeo thing So they've got their routines And it's like, man, does it need a script doctor So but like anyway, Warner Brothers kind of thing that's yeah, Police ish. Academy stunt yeah, show yeah, yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. exactly, but with uh, like The Bubble Bill stunt show Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they're trying to round up cows and whatever And they've got their little script They've got jokes and whatever And so you're watching it and it's really bad It's playing really badly And yeah. no one's laughing and whatever And it finishes It's this insane thing where I'm watching it going And you can't help but go Oh, I'd put a gag in here And I'd probably tighten this bit yeah. up and whatever That they got to the climax <laughs> of it is they, like At the start they've brought out like a big semi-trailer Like the thing that they used to drive Kit into the back of or whatever Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's the centerpiece of the whole thing, and they're doing stuff all around there. The 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 showpiece, the, the last, the tada moment of it is they go, oh, well, what about we round up these cows? And then somehow they make the cows climb onto the top of the semi trailer. So there's cows sitting on the top of the semi trailer, just standing there, and they go. Well, how are we going to top that? That's it for today, guys. See you later, see you next time. And there's cows standing on the top of a truck and it's like, give it up. And I, I literally go, yeah, give it up for the cows sitting on top of a truck, everyone. Bang. Like, these cows are going to die. You know, how, you know, you think cows are that, that massive and they've got their spindly little legs and they're forcing it to climb on the top of a semi-trailer? I, it was insane. I think it's very clever of them to, when they ask, how can we top that, to make that rhetorical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sure there would have been plenty of suggestions. <laughs> Let the cows down. Yeah. Well, I, I also like in the start of the story you said you can't help but sit there and go, well, I'd put a gag in there. Yeah. What gag would you put in for here are these cows on top of a truck? Make them do a poo. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you go. That would be That would, that be, would be actually great. perfect if that, they said, how are we going to top this? They all do a shit at once. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of kids there. Yeah. I'd love that. Kids, well, yeah. every, every kid's film you take them to, there's, there's at least one fart slash shit joke. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, in them and they love it. The, the, the show is a strange mishmash in that way of, of just pure like kind of, you know, commercial 
just buy, you know, a bag of this chocolate bar, you know, really heavy kind of brand pushing, just really commercialisation sort of stuff. And then, hey, let's go into this shed and learn some facts about animals. It's like, nah, no thanks. It's a a weird thing, like, to explain it to anyone not from Australia or I know Sydney has one, but it's like the agriculture – it started out as the agricultural show, didn't it? So they bring in animals and stuff and then slowly got commercialised to rides and 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 carnival. And and every state has – it's every state. Every state has their agricultural show, yeah. And it's massive. Like, you know, when I was doing radio in Sydney, when we gave away tickets to the Easter show in Sydney, they would just – like – any concert tickets, yeah, would go quickly, but Easter show tickets it would yeah. fucking fly. Because and, it's, well, because it's, it's so expensive to get fan. in. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, yeah. it's actually expensive to get yeah. in. Like they reckon that the average person, the average person going to the show, family, it's like three to four hundred bucks. Right, really? Yeah. incredible. Yeah, because it's thirty six bucks. I sort of get in for an adult. Yeah, yeah, and then if you do rides, rides a ticket, it, you know, each ticket for a ride is like what. Four bucks or something, rides and then most the rides bag, you yeah. need three of those tickets yeah. to get on. Did you go on. on any rides? No, I'm not a ride guy. No. So what, what did you do? You, you watched. Yeah. You you got a sandwich. You watched <laughs> some cows get on a truck, and then you went home. No, I I bought other junk food. <laughs> Uh, I bought potato chips on a stick. Oh yeah, had you never had that before? No, that is great, it isn't is it? My new favourite. Yeah. Um, and now, I, potatoes, explain now. That's not the one spud broken yeah, it's like down a, into a one spiral on a yeah, stick. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. I've never heard. Of, how come everyone's heard of that, and no, I haven't no, ever no, heard of it? Because we leave the house more frequently than just once a year to go to the show. Oh, if it, oh or sorry, is that the food expo? Have I been missing out? <laughs> it's yeah. new for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes you feel like you're not living life. We're living life, man. We're out there yeah. doing stuff. We've <laughs> seen the potato yeah, on a stick. Twirl around on yeah. a stick. It's a Heston Blumenthal thing. Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely, I it's that bit where I am becoming my parents when, when you are young and you just want to see the show bags and, and stuff like that. And then mum and dad go around and look at the cows, and I'm like, oh, boring. I'm the one going around looking at the animals now. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, I, I've always liked. I must say, I've always kind of liked going to see the animals. And yeah, um, what animals do they have though? There's nothing exotic, is there? Nah, they got llamas not... and stuff. When I, I went, I'm happy to yeah, go I think and look at llamas. I think there might be some llamas. Yeah, there is llamas. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I'd yeah. go for that. There's when I went two years ago, there was a dog show on while I was there, which There's was. Dogs. Awesome. Like yeah. it was yeah, pugs. Dog, yeah, the, yeah. They were trying to pick the best pug, that which was – Like Michael Vick stuff. <laughs> they should have – yeah, they should have a cockfighting arena. Yeah, Those for, I mean, just for dads. They had a dog show on when I was there, but the great thing was instead of like professional sheep dogs or whatever, it was like young dogs and like – uh, Puppies. No, no, not quite like, you know, sort of six-month-old Labradors and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So they were, they were growing and they were trying to – Get them to do tricks and whatever, but they clearly because they were so young they yeah. didn't know how to do them. So they kept having to announce, "Oh, they're quite young these dogs, so they're still learning and whatever." And you watch these dogs absolutely balls all these yeah, tricks yeah. up, and you and I'm literally sitting there going, "This is an open mic dog show. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is." I had the same thing when I went. There was like, yeah, people whose dogs were very, very, very well trained, and then there were owners that you could tell had just been like. Ah, uh, no, we'll be we'll be right on the day, and the dog is just <laughs> yeah. doing the worst job. They were hopeless. So there was a hundred people sitting around these hopeless dogs, and and it's like ten minutes in, you could actually see people look at each other, go, "Should we go? Is this a, <laughs> is this worthwhile?" Thing I think at that's all? better. You know when you see people with those trained dogs at those things, and the dog they snap their fingers, and the dog yeah. you know runs a lap and comes back. It's a little bit like I, you feel it makes for the me dog. uncomfortable because it's like. You've done some brutal stuff to that dog yeah, to right. make it register this. Like yeah. I don't – yeah, it's it's just this – but there's a crowd of people there watching it. It's like are we all well, okay with this? Yeah, is this yeah. allowed? Is yeah. this being put on in a public forum? Yeah. So how many hours were you there for? Three. Three and a half. That's a quick trip through this show. How many hours would you be there for, Pete, with the kids? Oh, yeah, we'll be there for five, six hours. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd oh, say. really? Yeah, Do you yeah. go on the rides with the boys? Uh, yeah, some, yeah, some rides. Yeah. Um, they go on some of them by themselves. What's the one that they want to go on that you're like, no, oh, I don't. Like Mad Mouse? I, I'm, uh, I'm scared yeah, of I've heights. done Mad Mouse. I've done, I've done, <laughs> one of the, my favourite photos is, is Luna Park in Sydney. I took the boys to Luna Park there, and and uh, on the Mad Mouse there, and they take off. It's one of those where they take the photo, yeah. And the look on my kids' faces, they are they are shitting their pants. <laughs> they really are. I fucking love it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they go on the rides. A couple, a couple of years ago, we got invited. Uh, the show got in touch with my management and said, uh, "There's this restaurant like in the middle of the show. It's like from the Farmers Association or something like that. Yeah, but you need to be you need to be a member or, or invited there. And they invited us. And we so the middle of the day, you know, lunch, we went and had had lunch, and it was like a fucking beautiful sit down 
proper meal. We had some wine, you know, like beautiful meat. And we're like, how good is this? Bernie like, Beetle? Bernie like, <laughs> <laughs> Beetle's for dessert. Yeah. And Chuck all the leftover roast was, beef into a show bag. Like, this, like, this, is, this is the way to do the fucking show, you know. Like, just Because, you know, you know, walking around so much yeah, with the yeah. kids. It's just like a beautiful little oasis. Yeah. Never got invited back. I'm like, and we're like, why don't we get invited back? I'm like, I've even said to the kids, did you guys do anything? Guys, <laughs> Who took a shit? Did anyone take a shit? <laughs> did anyone take a shit in the sink in the bathroom? I'll let you guys go by yourselves at that, that time. But yeah, it's oh, well, thing. well, well. Look who's a little sad at being left out of something. <laughs> I know. They didn't even call him back. <laughs> you, get, you, get given, you get given a lot of shit. So when you get given stuff, yeah, it's I, like, I this know. is genuinely awesome that the whole family is benefiting from. I, yeah, yeah. This well, is, you know, I've talked about not, this not just bit. something for me personally where it's like something where <laughs> It's like, oh, I can use this, but my wife's like, oh, well, okay, you enjoyed that. It's well hard done. to go back. Like, yeah, like two years ago when I did ads for the bank and they flew us to London business class and Here it's like that is, that is brutal to go back. After. Like someone giving you something like that yeah. and going, I could never do this again off my own. Off my own bat yeah. is is a tough pill to spoil. You were joking, but that it would actually be great if in from that like that bit where you were – Anything that doesn't get get eaten gets put into its own show bag and sold to the plebs. The doggy bag show bag. Yeah, doggy bag show bag. Some Carl wasn't joking. Huh? Carl wasn't joking. <laughs> and it's labelled with who? It's like, yeah. oh, Peter Hellier's bit scraps. of steak that he didn't finish. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's that weird thing. Like I, I'm all about the food out there, and they have that. You know, like the cake. Decorating shows and the, oh, and yeah, the food yeah. and whatever, and it's that weird thing of you go in there and it's all under in the glass cabinet or whatever, and you go, that looks great. Can I eat some? No. <laughs> all right, I'm going now. It's a really weird way of doing it. <laughs> Did you see many other people like you just walking around like adults without kids? Uh, no. There was a lot of you know what. Did oh. it fully turn you off ever having children? Yeah. Did the kids shit you? Uh, or are they just all so excited about stuff around you that didn't bother you? No, it was – there was a lot of – you know what? I saw a lot of people, um, like probably 15, 16-year-olds, and it's, it's clearly like their first time or one of their first times. Yeah. It's that great excuse of it's school holidays. We don't have to go with our parents officially. We're allowed to go to the show. And yeah, yeah. So they were like dressed up for like nightclubs. They were like no, I remember that. I remember getting dressed up, you know, wearing yeah. a shirt and stuff to the show. Yeah. Like it's a day out. <laughs> so it's like when you yeah. went to the city, you wore a shirt. Yeah. yeah. Like it's probably – I don't know if you can buy alcohol out there, but there would probably be a bad idea to do it because there'd be a lot of fake IDs out there, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, you know, you can get alcohol yeah, out there. Yeah, I think there. you can. Okay. I, th- I think one year me and a mate went, this is before I had kids and we went there kind of thinking, you know, like it had been so long before we'd gone. So it'd be fun to go to the show. Yeah. And we went and we had a few, yeah, a few beers out there. Yeah. That's what really depressed me when I was there. There were parents, like me and my girlfriend went and had a drink in one of the bar bits and there were parents there just Parent. getting on it with the kids there going, Dad, I want to go look at the ponies. That's yeah. like, I'm going to have one more Jim Beam and cake and then we'll go look at the ponies. It's like, if, oh my God. Like, got... you, can le- you can just dump your kids outside a pub without having to get on the train and pay 35 bucks to get in. You know what I mean? <laughs> you need to be at the show to do that. To the show though Like it doesn't stop anywhere It goes straight to the show And you're right there And that's the show right there Whereas there's no train to the airport How have yeah. they done that? <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's a train that goes to a place That goes for 12 days a year But you can't go to the airport Just for that train. month They should have planes That leave from the show Yeah Because that With cows so, on top Yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, the answer your question It's probably got to do with the fact There's already a track that goes by the show yeah. There's not a track that goes to the airport oh. well, That's like that's probably the reason <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have built the track <laughs> Just to go to the Royal Melbourne show For those 12 days I oh, know the minister at the time He loved the show <laughs> yeah, yeah. Minister for show bags was probably yeah, behind yeah. that <laughs> whoever, that, was, I, that was the first Bertie Beetle yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what Whoever built that track They're getting invited back to that fancy pavilion year after year That's for sure <laughs> Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of like outings and stuff, this is something that you know I maybe thought should just bring up to you in person, Carl. But I thought maybe it'll get more traction if I just bring it up on the show. Okay. We were talking a couple of weeks ago about uh, different places we could do a podcast and like kind of weird places we could do like a live podcast. Yep. And I was thinking the other day, and Syria. I. I, I <laughs> yep. Good idea. I like I'm it. thinking. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. I'm asking you, but I'm also putting this out to the listeners to see if people in Melbourne would be into this. What do you reckon? Maryborough bus tour. Oh, look, I, I like the idea of it. We rent a minibus, we drive out, we record an episode on the bus and we do like a little tour of your hometown and then we come back. 
I think listeners would be into that. Yeah, look, it's a two and a half hour drive and probably more on the bus. And then it's that thing of, you know, it's that great idea of going, because Mirabar is my hometown, yep. uh, population 8,000 people. And uh, I think you'd go there and go, oh, this is going to be really funny. And you'd get there and go, oh, this is just shit. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> Particularly great there, but we could just drive around and you could, you know, ta- you could do the take Kramer us to- reality tour. Yes, thing. exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, right. the Chandler mm, reality the tour. Chandler, yeah. We yeah. fill out a bus. We work out how much a bus would cost, and we just, you know, and we- maybe we have a couple of friends of the show come along. Right. And we're all on the bus, okay, cracking wise and having a good old day. And that we a- stop somewhere and get breakfast. That is a I mean big, lunch. That is a big day. You realize first place yeah. you got pissed was at Marybar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose your virginity in Marybar. Uh. <laughs> No. Oh, First no. hand job. Get a hand, get a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> See, this thing sells itself. So, yeah. <laughs> but no, it'd be a big day, but also I'm saying to the listeners. Sorry, at, where was your first hand job? <laughs> <laughs> That's in the that's in the Ballarat reality tour. Oh. Is it? We could do both. We could, we could spin it off. It's on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so yeah, anyone if you're listening and you do, we'd only need. I mean, what's a little minivan thing hold like what twenty people or something? Yeah. We only need twenty. We've people got to be pay. on for a long time. That's a two and a half hour ride there. Two and a half. That's five hours just on the bus without being in Maribor. But I don't know, and but also I don't think that people would. Want us to be on for the whole time? They just want to I hit Maryborough, and you you need to be fresh for Maryborough. Yeah. yeah. So okay. they, almost, you know what, you need, almost need to pick up Chandler in Maryborough. <laughs> he doesn't need to make the drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You just pick him up. We so go. There I'm, he is. So what? I'm just driving down twenty of our listeners by myself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'll drive in a different car alongside the bus. I'll have a driver, and I'll just be like. And then the end of the tour is I make you walk up onto the roof of the bus And then we drive home (laughs) What a great end of the tour (laughs) Ta-da And take a dump And take a dump How do you top that? (laughs) See you mates (laughs) Well yeah Get in touch if you're Melbourne based And I don't know when we do it Sort of summer sometime Not just Melbourne based I mean I think people are going to travel for this Yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) Maybe yeah If you live Well there are Ballarat listeners of the show So you could actually pick people up We could pick people up in Ballarat Meet you in Melbourne Marysboro. Maryborough, not Ma- Marysboro. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Where are you from, Dasselow? Where, where are um, you? Malvern. We do a Malvern one as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's that's you got to get yourself there. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm he's not hiring a, a bus you, to you drive. Mikey's for everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, we get friend of the show, Nick Mason, to to get a tram for us down there. Yeah. Wow. Tram driver friend. What are, could you do, could you do that? Because like the restaurant tram, could you hire out? Like, uh, would there be corporate trams? Could you hire out your own tram? I. I, I think if, so. if the price was right, you could. But, you know, like, uh, I'm sure, like, radio stations and stuff have done gigs on trams. Didn't Nova do a thing a little while ago where they had yeah, people doing gigs on trams? They, yeah, they, they shot some ads on the trams as well. You um, guys did a gig for Jetstar on a plane. Yeah. So, presumably, if you can hire we, a plane we, to we, do a gig, you can We had to hijack that plane. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think that's just about all the time we have for the Little Dum Dum Club this week. Uh, Adam Rosenbach's Peter Hellier. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate having uh, us. So, it's a date season two, October. Thursday, October 16 on the ABC One, following uh, Upper Middle Bogan at nine o'clock. Uh, so, Upper Middle Bogan, 8 30. Uh, it's a date, nine o'clock. Awesome. The uh, same bracket that you had the same the last as last season? year. Yeah. Awesome. So, first episode stars uh, Kat Stewart, Roy Billing, Silly Bacola, Matt O'Kine, Lawrence Mooney, Tommy Little, uh, myself, Lisa McCune. There's a, there's a, it's all packed. That's a lot of people in there. The like, ghost yeah. of Tommy Daslo, and yeah, watch, watch for the scene. See, see if you can see, see the edit. Yeah, watch, watch for the. Wait, if you see Tommy walking in and just cut it. <laughs> watch the yeah, watch that scene and just know, just know that I'm standing feet away from the camera when it's when it's on. You can probably see a bit of the sh- a bit of my shadow cast over some of the actors. Yeah, and and where's Rosie? What episodes Adam Rosenbach? It's an episode it's later on. It's episode nine. Right. It's a cra- that's it's uh, with Roz Hammond and uh, Aaron Pedersen and Vince Colosimo and Brody Carter. It's a cra- it's it's one of my favorites. Is that still right. being edited or is that in the can? <laughs> that's that's all. That's all. It's all been done. Ah oh, shit! I'm in it, mate. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> the book ends, buddy. Well, if you listen it. to this in uh, 2016, hopefully uh, Peter Helly has stayed true to his word and I will be in season three mm. of It's a Date starting uh, October the... October 25th. When are you heading off channel? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, guys, we've got our Perth uh, live show coming up on Sunday, November the 2nd at Rosie O'Grady's yep. and we're also doing a Sydney live show on 
Sunday, November the 30th yep. at 7.30pm at the That's Cafe it. Lounge. Tickets for both of those are on sale now, littledumdumclub.com. And we've also, we're also going to have a live both, Melbourne both one coming up. Both selling very well, so get on it. Yeah. Uh, and also, yeah, let us know the, the bus tour. Quite seriously, if you're into it, hit us up. Please, or, or you know, your other option is please let this be officially the millionth idea that Tommy Daslow has brought up on the podcast and not followed up in one way whatsoever. Yeah, so, yeah, get on to us, please. Prove me wrong, guys. Prove me wrong. Uh, you've got your... You're doing your solo show Oh, yeah, I'm doing a solo show. on. Um, I'm doing a one-off uh, performance of Carl Chandler's Got Talent. Uh, I'm doing that in Melbourne as a warm-up uh, before we go to Perth. So I'm rapidly trying to figure out what the date of that is. It is uh, Thursday, October the 23rd at 7pm if you're in Melbourne at Five Boroughs Bar, uh, just before the normal Five Boroughs comedy um, that's on every Thursday night. Great. Well, thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. Mate. So where was your first hand job? <laughs> <laughs>